Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Still a horrible year. Horrible, horrible, horrible year. Hi, I'm yes. Robert. Hi, Robert. I'm Katie. Welcome hey. to the Horrible Year Show. Mm-hmm. This I'm is Cody. the show about bad years, and this year we're talking about 1349, uh, which Ooh. not a great year. That's all, <laughs> all I've got to say. Yeah. yeah. Is, that- is that it? Yep. Yep. All right, yeah, guys. That's the show. Good episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, that's a lie like everything I say, except for the stuff I'm about to say, because today mm-hmm. we're going to talk about something very important, um, which is how the COVID-19 epidemic is being used as an excuse by the GOP to push uh, laws criminalizing the existence of transgender people. Um, oh. A nice was... light topic for a nice yeah. light week. Well, yeah, for a nice yeah. light year. For a nice light year. So... Uh, I should probably introduce the the fourth voice that people may have heard a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. Our our guest for today, Eva Cantor. How you doing, Eva? Um, you know, I'm having a, a very cool time, just like everybody else. Uh, I've, I've, there's some stuff going on in the in the news I've heard about. Um, I'm not watching it anymore. I've you know, it's all cool. It's you aren't good for you. No, yeah, yeah I've, I've, tr- I've tried to tune out. It's hard to tune yeah. it out. I'm I'm impressed yeah. by it, but you you gotta. I think all you can do anymore is you know you you set aside about like an hour a day to catch up and go like okay that's that's my budget I'm good and then after that you yeah. just kind of go well also watch. if you've seen yeah. one news program you'll you'll coverage you'll see the next like yeah. there's I, not going to be that much difference I, I have specifically avoided having a TV that can deliver me the news um, <laughs> and I think that we would all do well like you know how Elvis shot his TV because he got angry at the news what if we did that for each other yeah. If we just, all shot each other's TVs. 
You pick up any kind of weapon and break into a stranger's home and damage their television. What? That would violate our six feet social distancing rules. That's the only reason. It's the only reason I wouldn't do that. When all of this is over, I swear to you, I will come and I will shoot your TVs. We'll all be shooting each other's TVs. How to use a gun. I mean, um, the key is to just aim at a TV. But yeah, um, Eva, you want to Eva, it's so great yourself. to have you. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Sorry for that terrible introduction where I just No, I, I, it's, it's, it's better than any of what I've done on my own, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you know me on Twitter, I'm sorry. That's that's your mistake, not mine. Uh, I am... No, it's not a mistake. No, it's, no, <laughs> no, it's, you, yes, no one should be on Twitter. It's a no, mistake no, one no matter should be. who you it's follow. It's true. Um, it's true. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're all trapped there. Um I saw a thing, you know, it's making fun of it. Oh, it's the blue hell site. And, you know, because if you post there too much, the thing about hell is you can't leave. That's why it's hell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, uh, I'm a member of the Social Survival Association's Central Committee, which is not as scary as it sounds. Um, you know, I promise. Uh, and <laughs> I'm a transgender person and a lot of other things. Uh, just going, going through the motions right now. Uh, I'm probably a bunch of things I'm forgetting, but, you know, I'm here. Yeah, what I enjoy about your Twitter presence is that you're one of the only people uh, I know who has a a functioning understanding of how stocks work. You know, (laughs) you know what stocks are. Um, Yes. So this is a little off topic, but what are they? Oh God! Like seriously? Because I can tell. No, you. no, no! I was <laughs> okay. We're not going to talk can about. Can I have? I, I, okay, I'll, 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 I just, can I can I do a quick callback, like super fast? Um, Please, as a fellow person from the DFW area. I listened to your Mark Cuban episode, and um, as you know, a proud person from the from the DFW area, I have spent much of my life proudly just loathing Mark Cuban. Um, and you know, as as a billionaire, you know, still sucks. But but. I, I now have to like hate him less than Jerry Jones, which just oh, oh that's a bitter pill. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Jerry Jerry Jones is pretty outwardly offensive. Loads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 everything about him you can just on, yeah. on every level. Even if he didn't have the money, I could still hate him. Whereas like Mark Cuban, like, well, he said some things that aren't like the worst thing I've ever heard. So I guess. Well, the thing that's interesting about Mark Cuban is that there are a lot of ways where the goal is similar. Yeah. To what what I'd say that we all believe in, it's just his means of getting there that I find quite philosophical difference of opinion, I suppose. But at least you're not. Yeah, his worldviews all thoroughly up. abhorrent. <laughs> yeah, and the thing that he is, but like the other things that he's he's useful in a way that I don't want to say out loud because of reasons, but. You know, it, <laughs> it's not Jerry Jones, and that's the thing that I've not yeah. been able to say before. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's I, talk. I about... had to Google Jerry Jones. I'll be honest. I yeah. get it. He sounds yeah. like he sucks. He yeah. does. You can, you can broadly, I think, define the groups of people that are are trying to kill us all into two groups, and it's it's the kinds of people who like do it um, as a byproduct of doing other things, and there's the kind of people who are really just hunkering down to murder people yeah. um and today we're going to talk about the the hunkered down want to murder people um because that that is like the overwhelming feeling i'm getting right now from a lot of the legislation being pushed uh in state houses uh, around the united states aimed at like transgender people and this this kicked off before um the coronavirus epidemic mm-hmm. uh but they've they've certainly taken advantage of it there was a, a an interesting article 
that came out like back in February at the top of this year that was like laying out all of the different state bills and stuff that the uh, the Republicans were pushing this year. And it, it's a Washington Post article. And I think I'm just going to quote like the top of it right now because it lays out things pretty well. Uh, last week, South, and this is like uh, February 25th. Last, last week, South Dakota's Republican House passed a bill banning doctors from treating young people under age 16 with hormones or gender-confirming surgeries, making doing so punishable with up to a year and a $2,000 fine. Well, this week, the bill failed to pass out of its state Senate committee. The full state Senate could still decide to take it up. Meanwhile, sil- similar proposals have been fired, filed in Colorado, Florida, Idaho, Oklahoma, Missouri and South Carolina, and lawmakers in Kentucky, Georgia, and Texas say they are also planning to file such bills. So yeah, it's like there's a a clampdown that was planned at the start of the year even before the coronavirus hit. Um, And this has been so generally, at least in the reading I've done, most of it seems to suggest that this really got started after 2015. And it's because of um, Obergefell versus Hodges, which is like the Supreme Court case that that opened uh, legal marriage rights to same-sex couples across the country. Mm-hmm. So after the religious right lost that battle, they started increasingly targeting transgender people. Like that was the next fight they picked is we've we've at least temporarily lost this fight to make it illegal for gay people to get married. Um it's time to fuck up some trans folks. Uh, and I found an analysis on what the Washington Post that analyzed 71 bills introduced in state legislatures, or that they were, that, which revealed that there were 71 bills introduced in state legislatures between January 1st of 2014 and February of 2018 that included the word transgender. And this was like a massive spike. The, 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 there were like two bills in 2014 that used the word transgender, nine in 2015, 22 in 2016, 26 in 2017, and 15 in 2018. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the background of this is there was this surge that started five years ago in pushing against trans rights. And now that, uh, the coronavirus epidemic has kind of occupied everyone's mind, it's being used as an excuse to push a lot of this stuff through. The most recent example would be the state of Idaho, which just, um, introduced HB 500, um, and pushed it up to the governor and the bill bans trans girls and women from high school and college women's sports, uh, as well as HB 509, which bans gender changes on birth certificates issued in the state. Uh, and the deadline for signing or vetoing the bills was March 31st, which, uh, happened to be international trans day of visibility and the governor, yeah, signed them both on the law. So, like that's that's kind of the start of what we're going to see, but it's it's going to accelerate over the next couple of months as this continues. Coronavirus continues to dominate. And anyway, that's my introductory spiel. That's a, that's a really cool that was spiel. quite a spiel. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and I and I think I think that's like at the core of it too is um, what we see internationally is you have uh, you know this realization that you know certain parts of the culture war have been lost. They, 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 you know, gay people, hey, they exist. You can't, you know, get rid of them. So, eh, you know, eh, Ellen's got a TV show. Oh, well, too bad. Um, so before, you know, some, some popular transgender person has a TV show, we better make sure that we make being transgender just such a hell to exist. They all go in the closet and whatever. Um, so... We're going to do that as quickly and harshly as possible. And I think a thing that um, a lot of people, you know, really should keep in mind and, and tend to forget is that, you know, this isn't happening, you know, spur of the moment. Th- there are these bills. There are these plans. There are these ideas that 
they're all sitting in a drawer somewhere. There, there are, are plans to this, and it's like what happens in the UK. There's international cooperation on these things. There are, you know, think tanks about this stuff. These people all talk to each other. And, you know, I mean, just saying that out loud sounds conspiratorial. Like, oh, there's this international community of, of you know, people who sit around all day thinking about other people's genitals. But, like, yeah, <laughs> um, that's what it is. And, and that's what it is yeah. to be in this community is you have to think, like, hey, there's people who just think nonstop about me being trans, about people who I don't know being trans. Because I would like to think about literally anything else. I'd love to, like man, just down some hormones and be left the fuck alone. Like, that'd be really cool. And just not think about it for a day. Yeah, it's really good that you point out the international dimension to this because it is mm-hmm. like it, it, it is international. Hungary just uh, sought... So the big news last week was that Hungary's president, uh, uh, Orban, uh, Viktor Orban, um, basically had laws introduced that's kind of his equivalent of a Reichstag fire declaration, which is what gave Hitler dictatorial power. He has taken permanent long-term power um, and is now president forever at decree, basically, um, as a result of the coronavirus epidemic. And that that made the news, and I think a lot of people have heard that. But at the exact same time, Orban introduced a series of bills that, among other things, stipulates that gender should be defined as biological sex based on primary sex characteristics and chromosomes. Uh, it records people's sex at birth in the civil registry and makes it impossible for anyone to change their legally recognized gender. This is like the first thing Orban felt important to do after after getting the dictator card passed to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's I mean kind of like with with all of this like, you know, if if you're gay, if you're if you're bisexual, if really if you're if you're straight and just not like the group that's going to do great when things turn pear-shaped like hey, um you know, it might be trans people, it might be whatever group, um but it's it's going to come your way. And if you can't feel some way about it because it's it's someone else, feel some way about it because like it's going to be you eventually and it's going to be some guy like Victor Orban taking power and now you live in a fascist hellscape like that's that's how authoritarianism works um is pointing at a group and saying well they're not enough like you so we're just going to go ahead and say they don't exist don't worry about it it won't be you next week mm, it will <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll take three or four weeks for someone like yeah. me, so I, I feel actually pretty good. I mean... Oh, yeah, don't uh, even worry about it. You can still yeah. buy guns, so you're fine. What's that poem? <laughs> uh, first they came for them, and then they stopped. Yeah, it was yeah, fine. Exactly. That's how it goes. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, Cody, that's the entirety of the famous poem about fascism. Okay. Yeah, that's and it's I totally mean. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally cool is the title it's of the so, poem. It's totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> there was less traffic, so actually it was great. <laughs> Things worked out for me. Uh, um, Hitler bit the Autobahn, so actually it was totally awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough Hitler talk for a while. This isn't behind Oh, the no bastards. more fun jokes? Okay. <laughs> no more fun Hitler jokes. I know, I know. That's your favorite part, uh, mm-hmm. except for when Cody and I come up with nicknames for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is, uh, it's one of those things I, I feel like there's a degree to which I don't know how much more I should say because it's a matter of like, this is a horribly fucked up situation and it's going to yeah. get worse unless people do something. Please do something. Um, so I guess one of the questions is like, what, what can we do while we're all sitting here at home mm-hmm. um, being like, oh no, another <laughs> horrible thing is happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a tall ask of an answer. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Answer this question authoritatively <laughs> for everyone right now on the spot, please. This is. Um, I'm just. I'm just having like this nightmarish flashback to when um, Michael Bloomberg said he met with leaders of the trans community, and all of us on Twitter were like, "What? Who? What? <laughs> when did we have that vote? Like, did you guys vote on the leaders? Because I didn't. Yeah, I missed that meeting actually. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I called in sick for that one. I may have had like a proxy or something. Um, we do yeah, have no. a leader. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I, I, my card was in the mail or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I so it's tricky because like especially now. I mean, you know, obviously there can only be one problem at a time, and and nothing. No, no two bad things ever happen at once. So it's it's really hard <laughs> for when a community says. I mean, I mean, one of the things that that we've seen because you know, um, transphobes in in the UK are incredibly orga- well organized, um, and and they have a huge presence online. Um, and they just will we'll call themselves like, hey, we're words that basically just mean bigot. Um, and, and they have a, an amazing lo- ability to just say like, hey, you know, you may think you're being oppressed, but like there's a pandemic on, you know, shut up. And I think when you see members of any group and this, you know, the transgender people are no different, say something terrible is happening. Here's here's what it is. Don't the, the worst thing you can do is say, "Hey, COVID nineteen is happening. Hey, the hospitals are full of whatever." Right. We can wait. Well, no. Like, use your forebrain and think about it for a second, and realize that anytime there's a crisis, someone in power is going to use it to get more power. And you know, they're going to not use it on you if you're doing okay. They're going to use it on people who have the least power. So maybe listen to those people. Like. Yeah, like that's if if you're if you're someone who's in that position who has that comfort, I don't want to use the p word because I know people get kind of you know annoyed when you say privilege, but that's what it is. Yeah, um, that's what it is. <laughs> you have to you have to listen when people say like, "Hey, this bad thing is happening." It's it, it is what it is. Because I mean, the unfortunate reality is is like it is it is very hard to be part of a small group of people who are who are politically disadvantaged. You know, like you were mentioning that, hey, there, there, there are, are people in states saying that, you know, in all these different states, you know, the people under a certain age, you know, can't get XYZ transition and saying, oh, you can't medically transition if you're under whatever age. Well, the thing is, is, is that, you know, 10-year-olds aren't medically transitioning. That's not happening. Like, they're getting therapy. They're allowed to explore those feelings. They're allowed to, like, lead healthy lives. And I'll tell you something. If I was 10 years old or, you know... This is getting a little personal, but you know, that was around the age I started like going like, hey, I think there might be something going on here. And if I was in a society where like I wouldn't be, I grew up in rural Texas, frankly, drugged behind a pickup <laughs> because yeah, I was which, feeling that which, way. I mean, let's 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 make it really explicit. That's not like a that's not like a euphemism. That was one of the defining things no. that happened when both you and I were children in Texas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There was there was, was a young gay kid um, not too far from where you and I grew up who mm-hmm. I think probably even you and I are about 14 um, that happened yeah. I forget where, but yeah. And that, that was, that was, I'm not going to lie. It was one of the things that made me realize, Oh, I need to be in the closet until I die. Um, Cause I realized that's, that's going to happen to me. And if I was in a society where it was acceptable to even think about being trans, um, I, I would probably be a much happier, healthier person. And there are a lot of people who would be in the exact same position. And if you're someone who is outside of that community, as silly as the word community is, the very ba- most basic thing you can do is listen. 
yeah. you're going to hear some frustration. You're going to hear some anger because it's a frustrating and, and anger-inducing time. Um, but just remember, it's, it's not directed at you. You know, it's, it's directed at how much everything sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's so, I mean, I know we've been talking about this now for a few minutes, but <laughs> it's, it's um, with everything going on, COVID-19, all of the, this horrific news coming down the pipeline, it's just very easy for stuff that is immediately important in so many people's lives um, for that to get lost in the shuffle. And so listening, yeah, that is a frustrating answer. It's also the most important answer. It's paying attention. It's not just like not clicking on that article you see because you are at, if you have the bandwidth, I know everyone's going through a lot right now, but like saying like, yes, stop and pay attention to this. Imagine, take how hard this is for you. And then imagine if you had even less going on, like even less power, you know, even more marginalized and empathy is just so important right now. And it's, we, we lose it so fast. Yeah. Especially when like we're uh, suffering too. Like it, it, yeah, it, exactly. it, it gets, harder for some people i think to focus on anything else that's wrong when like they're focused on trying to i don't know lock down toilet paper or whatever yeah. but if we don't want things to get worse part of it starts with um you know protecting uh the whole the whole like community and i i mean that in terms of like everyone who lives around you uh and who you're intertwined with is part of that community and like if a segment of that community is being targeted like you were saying earlier, Eva, like it's going to come on you eventually. Like this, this shit spreads. Yeah. In the same way, if I can, I mean, I can go on a rant about Syria every day of the week, but like <laughs> you ignore one group of people and horrible things happen to them, and then horrible things start happening everywhere. <laughs> it's um, just the way the world works. Yeah. If you let horrible things happen uh, to certain people, then that tells the people that did the thing that it's okay to make horrible things happen because they can mm -hmm. get away with it. And they're all friends. All the horrible people are friends. Mm -hmm. Good friends. In their, in their community. <laughs> yeah. All right. We need to take a real quick ad break. Speaking yeah. of listening, listen Ooh. to these commercials. Listen to these. Pops. Speaking of the worst people <laughs> yes. in history, they all need oh. access to flying robots that can launch missiles full of mm -hmm. swords at cars filled with dissidents. Oh. And if you oh. need something like that, the fine people at Raytheon have got your back. <laughs> um, I honestly think my ad transition was just fine. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. We're back. Oh, and I feel like I appreciate all of you and also the good people at Raytheon. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly the good people at yeah. Raytheon. Yeah. Hashtag Raytheon. Yeah. Once social distancing is over. Get it trending, folks. Yeah. I don't live too far from them. I'm going to go. I'm gonna go I mean, mm-hmm. actually, Robert, do you want me to like, go over to Raytheon and be like, hey, yes. actually, great. Yeah. Hop that big wrought iron Say, chain hey, link fence of theirs. Say, hey, Raytheon. Yeah. Yeah. What I one thing I hear about Raytheon is that their parking lot security isn't good. Oh yeah, no, I, it's it's yeah. I'm gonna take a big cookie bouquet, and they're gonna be like, mm, you know mm-hmm. what? We were gonna just perforate you, but now is that a I will bet they're they've got to be registered as like a, a, a an essential business, right? Like the oh, U.S. Yeah. government isn't isn't turning down missile. No, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Raytheon's not doing work from home. Yeah, yeah. If anything, <laughs> they're, all, they're all on Zoom right now. <laughs> Do you oh think my that God. the White House like staff, like the cooks and the maids and stuff? Do you think those are essential services? Yeah, no, they're yeah. they're all still coming into work. Uh, yeah, cool, I don't cool, know. Cool. I I wonder how that's working. I am mostly curious though about yeah Zoom bombing. A defense distributor <laughs> as they t- yeah <laughs> yeah that could be a lot of fun oh, God. i just it i just feel be. bad who, for whatever essential workers making mcdonald's runs for the president I, right now. I was gonna say oh. yeah they need someone yeah. to call just thinking McDonald's that and diet cokes <laughs> yeah God. uh yeah and that's one of the things that um i'm interested in in terms of this is like i i feel like one of the reasons things haven't been even worse than they are is just the fact that I don't know. They've been pretty bad. Like I like I keep going back and forth as to really? like as to like, like is Trump worse than a, a a baseline Republican would have been because a baseline Republican or not a baseline Republican but like an actual like an actual like religious conservative. Like is he worse because those people like George W. Bush, they tend to at least have a little bit of f- fear of electoral consequences and Trump just yeah. kind of the, he he dis- he draws so much attention unto himself that I think other fucked up things that happen have get less attention. That's what I'm getting at. And so I wonder sure. if like he's been able to get away with even more damaging bigoted shit, even though I don't think he's personally all that motivated by hatred of LGBT people. I think he's just 
doesn't he give goes a along shit. with Opportunistic. it. Yeah. Uh, and and that's why boats. that's why they love him so much because everything yeah. slips off him so easily, and he does consume the attention. Yeah. And so yeah, all these things can happen under the radar because everyone's talking about Kofefe or whatever. Uh, yeah. I don't think he believes that hard and very much, but. If it uh, benefits him to take up a cause of some sort, you know, it's like yeah, yeah, I think expands his base in yeah, some it's, capacity. It's, it's ego, and it's yeah, and they they use it. Yeah, I think his actual personal level of bigotry is like seventies bigotry, where he holds like all of the basic attitudes about different different groups yeah. of people oh, yeah. that he were yeah. like see on TV in the seventies. <laughs> forgive the comparison; it's Biden style racism. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah, basically yeah, just yeah. yeah. He's just like your crappy uncle. Like he's just an old man who's just yeah. you know. Oh hey, that's he's, weird. I don't get it. Like yeah, you know. Oh, so that's what you're doing. Okay, weird. And I think like if he was surrounded by people who were similarly kind of whatever about everything, he would not be like an active bigot. Yeah, um, I don't think he's like a bigot in the way that like his you know Klansman awful dad was. Um, yes. He's certainly not like a full blown Nazi. Like, um, I, thank God, I just forgot the name of her vice president somehow. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, Biden. He's cool. yeah. He's not like a Christian extremist. Yeah. yeah, he's not. He's not a full blown Dominionist. He's not like you know going to bathe the country in the cleansing blood of you know Lord God Christ or anything. And like you know, yeah, I don't think I don't think he wants to like open up death camps necessarily, yeah. um, which. Just other cool. kinds of camps. Well, like yeah. he would, he, he would do yeah, all yeah. these. Th- he would do all these things if the right group of people convinced him to, which is pretty easy. To and do. Yeah, yeah. They, this is what's happening. Yeah, right. on his own, the only death camps he'll set up are ones that are more or less where the death is a byproduct of the other horrible shit he's trying yeah. to do. And um, the fact that he's like a buffoonish, incompetent dullard who can't do yeah. anything right because his brain. He manufactures work. death camps, not always intentionally. Like about half the yeah. time, it's just because he was making some other kind of camp. Yeah. That's the He's kind the of death Huey camps of presidents, which is bad. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't is, have this that. is a fun insult that president section. Yeah, there's 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 no real, I guess, direction to this other than us like stumbling through. So let's let's because this is nice. Let's talk about um, what it is like the the organization you you represent is the Socialist Rifle Association, which I yes. talked about a couple of times on a number of my podcasts. Um, I'm kind of curious what you see as sort of the intersection of of your interest in uh, self defense and and mm-hmm. community self defense and what we're seeing right now uh, out of the administration in terms of like uh, bigoted policies. So, um, you know, uh, boy, that's a <laughs> which asks me lots of easy questions. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, one, I, I I will always say, you know, the SRA is very. Uh, complex and multifaceted organization because you have like you know i'm down in the dfw area and you know our chapter here is um i'm going to get in a lot of trouble if i i don't say this very smartly um <laughs> you know we're we're a very um you know if, if you're a leftist you're going to know what this means so i apologize to people who don't know all the lingo uh you know we're a very lib left you know anarchist shaped you know kind of group we're not all that you know we've got more people who are very state heavy who love their more structural stuff. Sure. Great. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have other places where it's more, you know, Oh, they love their marks. They love their little round glasses. Um, I'm, I'm giving people shit. Um, you know, sure. But like, we're a very diverse organization ideologically. We're also a very diverse organization. Um, you know, in terms of identity, we've got a lot of cis people, we've got a lot of trans people, we have a lot of straight gay, you know, lesbian, this, that, and the other thing kind of folks. And, um, you know, one of the things that I like about us is that I think on, on a root level, 
everybody in the ESRA understands the importance of, of community to defense and, um, you know, intercommunalism and the idea that, like, it's not enough to, you know, just be able to, oh, if someone comes on your door, you can, you can get them with your guns. Because that's some, like, you know, libertarian soldier of fortune crap. Like, that's, that's goofy. That's, that's also, you know, dangerous. Yeah, You're going to hurt yourself only- doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've had some. I've had some quarrels with a couple of FedEx guys. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then there's yeah. the mailman. But as a general rule, yeah, I, I wouldn't think that is a reasonable th- primary reason to own arms. Yeah. And like that's one part of what worries me is a lot of, about a lot of the people asking me for gun advice is that like they're clearly worried about like protecting their home with a thing that they're just going to buy because it's a totem against fear. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm very hesitant to advise people to, to, to buy fear totems. Being a Texan, I grew up around guns. I, I, you know, they're just a thing that you can have. And it's like, a, it's like a kitchen knife on the counter. The thing on its own is not that dangerous. In the hands of someone who doesn't know how to wield one, they're going to cut your fingers off. And, and I know, like, if you're from somewhere else, if you have a different view of things, that's, yeah, you know, sure. I'm not going to, whatever. Um, and in the SRA, you know, we have a, a very geographically and culturally diverse group of people who, you know, don't have, who have different levels of comfort with that. And in terms of community defense, um, we're much more uniform in that, you know, it is up to all of us to take care of all of us. And it is up to all of us to make sure that, you know, we don't turn towards bigotry. Uh, we don't turn towards, you know, hey, um, you know, my ability to feel safe is more important than your actual safety. Um, my feeling of uh, autonomy is more important than your personhood. And, um, you know, for whatever disagreements we might have as members, for um, whatever ideological differences we have, I want to, I, I hope, I believe <laughs> that is something that is, um, that unites us all as, as members in the SRA. Um, and, I, and I hope it continues to, because I, I will say, and this is maybe uh, a little inside baseball that maybe our president and vice president hopefully won't be mad at me for saying, um, <laughs> that while, while this has been going on, um, you know, everything with COVID-19 and the quarantine and the current, you know, political moment, um, I will say our, our, our membership has been going up. Our, our fa- you can look at our Twitter. Our follower numbers have been going up a lot. Wow. Interest in the SRA has been going up a lot. People are worried and they're reaching out to to the left and i'm sure and i'll tell you right now i'm, I'm sure the, the nra can say the same i'm sure the nra is like oh man people are super interested in guns i will be really curious i haven't actually looked at the nr if the nra has posted new membership numbers i'm wondering i feel like i've lived through a lot of gun buying panics as i know you have eva um yeah i remember the the first big one of my life was in 2008 2009 when president obama was elected and then sworn in because of i, I shouldn't need to say a bunch of racists were scared that a black yeah. guy was president <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. the world was ending um and then most of the gun buying panics that have happened over the years since then were like there's a big one after um, uh, Adam Lanza shot up uh, that the mm-hmm. the Sandy Hook Elementary School because people were scared of a gun ban. Um, they they tend to spike after really big massacres, although they didn't after the Vegas shooting, which is this is getting like it's weird. Um, yeah, there's some dis- suspicion as to why. But um, as a general rule. It's either racism or fear of liberals that sparks um, gun runs. This is the first gun run I've seen that wasn't sparked by that. And I wonder 
if we're not seeing a larger chunk of this one being driven by people who are are liberals or on the left as opposed to um um being driven primarily by like frightened conservatives like i i'm very curious as to uh, how many of those gun buyers actually got nra memberships and how many of them were people who just it it, it it's both a good and a bad thing i guess yeah i i do wonder and i i actually think it <sighs> Okay, so you mentioned the stock thing earlier. I'm gonna, I actually kind of look at it from like a um, an almost an economic standpoint because like if you're sending, you know, because I look at because what gets me is the ammunition side of it because you cannot find like five five six of all things, which is stupidly common, right? It's the bullet that goes in an AR fifteen. Yeah, as a general, um, yeah, as a general rule, really, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, if you're in Texas, that's you need even the stuff. It's everywhere. Um, and you can't find they, they sold 15,000 round buckets for three grand when I was <laughs> yeah, back there. Yeah. yeah. And, and for it to be just missing, that means there are people buying it in places that normally it's not getting bought. Like there, there's a demand shock for, or what's, uh, I mean, I think you guys talked about demand shock in the show before, so I can just say that word now. It's fine. Um, but there's, there's people buying it in places and amounts that normally there's just not a demand for it. Which, yeah, to me implies that like there's now a demographic shift in who's buying this stuff, which on some level is like, kind of i guess worrying because it's like yeah there's there's probably more just loose ammunition in this country per capita than there's been since the revolutionary war i I have a bunch of it on my desk (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean just i mean that that's a thought that like i i really can't put a feeling to um and it's kind of hard not to like uh, i i I just don't know how to feel about that like it's really kind of scary yeah it's um, not a I'll, I'll say as a transgender Jew, thing. it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's great. Time of plague, it blows. You mentioned you mentioned uh, the the years of the plague. I'm gonna pour some bev here just quickly. <laughs> uh, it blows. Yeah, it's what is the bev? Sucks. Um, uh, this is this is not brought to you by Woodford Reserve. <laughs> oh, Woodford oh, Reserve. Oh, that's a nice yeah. choice. Yeah, of the bourbons, gonna... it is among. It's them. one of them. <laughs> yeah, thirteen forty nine. Which brings us back to yeah, our, our topic of the worst year ever. Our topic at hand. And I, and I will say, like, that is, um, I, and I think it is related to the trans thing, probably because, you know, if this gets worse, I mean, there are people talking like, oh, we're flattening, flattening the curves, flattening the curves, flattening the curves. Um, you can watch TV. There are people pouring into churches right now. There are people saying there's no plague. Yeah. There's no plague. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Um, we're supposed to be hitting the peak now, and, and God willing. Although some right? places are just getting started. Other places yeah, that's the, the scary thing is it's looking like fucking Michigan's probably what twelve days out from their peak. Unbelievable! You know? Yeah, we're, and their numbers are already days horrible. From whatever <laughs> happens today, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's no telling. Um, we're not we're not going to know. Yeah. And if things if things get worse, you know, people are going to get mad. Hopefully, people get mad at the people in power. Hopefully, people get mad at the people who led them. Astray. Fingers fucking crossed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if if the people in power need someone to blame, if if the churches need someone to blame, they're going to say, oh, "Well, yeah. it's it's you know, it's the people who bathe. That's what always yeah. happens. That's that's yeah. how the song always goes." Yeah, you're referring to the episode I mean. of Behind the Bastards I just did, where we talk about why Jewish people were targeted during the Black Death, and it's because not yeah. as many of them died. Because they bathed every week, and Christians yeah. didn't, you know, because um, um, it was I, I gross say, in the yeah. past. Yeah, <laughs> and, mean, and for what it's worth, that's you're still, seeing yeah. this happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and for I, what know, it's worth, that's still a thing that we say amongst story ourselves today about the, you know, Jewish gatherings and stuff being zoom bombed with by people with anti-Semitic messages and. 
you know, and we're yeah. trans community already, but. Yeah, and that guy, there's just video again today of like a dude in front of the Chinese consulate in Australia with a bullwhip, like shouting yep. race hatred. Um, oh, it's which a bullwhip. Again, that's cool. That's yeah, really that's cool. Good. Oh, f- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Just like his, just like his cool hero. Just like yep, his cool just, buddy. Oh. Just like our buddy Hitler. Oh. I shouldn't call him our buddy. I really gotta. I yeah, gotta, yeah. I, I gotta. Oh, I gotta. Yeah. Break that. I gotta, shouldn't, shouldn't say that. I gotta. Yeah recalibrate some things after doing the show that mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like just like that one person in history who also had a bullwhip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking, that's better. Of course, about I don't really have a joke. This is just a bad thing that's happening. Oh my god. Yeah, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I do think it's important to like uh yeah, you know, there, there's when when we talk about stuff like this, it's important to both like um keep in mind like the things that are are specific to like this individual uh group that's struggling whether you're talking about like racism against asian americans or like you know anti-trans policies being pursued by the government like it's important to talk about how those things are like how those trials being faced by those communities are unique but i also think like it's important to recognize that the attacks coming to both of those communities have the same point of origin which yeah. is like and it's not like an individual there are individuals that we can look at as as like inflection points for that but it's like it's a feeling and it's a feeling that has mm-hmm. been deliberately cultivated like a garden in the hearts of millions um and that's the thing that's going to kill a lot more people than the coronavirus yeah. and i would say the i would say a majority of the people who have died of the coronavirus there's numbers coming out right now suggesting like 70% of the dead in louisiana are black where there's all these systemic reasons why that's the case um i didn't come on here to say that the solution to fighting all of these things as bullets because i don't think that it is but i'm sure open to anyone who has an idea of like how we how we fix this uh should we just yeah, ban I mean, facebook a... can we ban facebook <laughs> first <laughs> that would be a good start yeah i mean yeah. the bullets aren't a solution for obviously i think it's a the comfort it's a preparation preparation mm-hmm. i i was one of the people that reached out to you when this started robert yeah like, you know should we get a handgun Thankfully, I did ask you, and you were like, not now. Like, yeah, t- definitely I mean, not now, not the time. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, yeah. if you're going to do this, don't just buy a handgun so you have yeah. a handgun. <laughs> right. you know, like, or yeah. A rifle. yeah. Like, yeah, don't get a fear totem. Yeah, get, don't get just like, be literally an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, now, Homer developed a lot of fun uses for his gun that I advocate, yeah. too. They're great for turning off lights. Did. Yeah, that was a tool. Doors. That was a tool. Opening yeah. cans. You're right. You're right. Which we need <laughs> to start in microwaves. Yeah. to dig up mushrooms. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Dig up oh, mushrooms. Your, your mushroom yeah. knife. <laughs> I think that's about all we had to talk about for today. Um, yeah. So this has been a fun discussion about uh, how when authoritarians in power push to marginalize groups of people uh based on yeah. bigotry uh it will inevitably lead to death on an almost unimaginable scale if it isn't immediately and uh strongly resisted <sighs> and there's a variety of strategies to doing that which yes. sophie make a note that's the title of the episode fun you know like i said a nice light topic for a nice yeah. like we mm-hmm. and yeah. in a nice yeah. light year yeah. Uh, yeah, we we are planning to do some more episodes where we uh, focus on different communities and areas um, being affected that you might not immediately realize to try to yeah. expand awareness and yeah, get it. We need to be listening. We need to be paying attention. Yeah. No, and, and the thing you can do, the most important thing you can do, and and this is 
while you're stuck online is if you see someone saying hi, you know, I'm not, they're not hi, but whatever. If I'm a trans, you know, if you tra see a transgender person who's saying, you know, something that seems angry, that seems frustrated, don't be put off by the tone. Don't be yeah. put off by whatever thing. Listen to what's actually being said because there's going to be anger. There's going to be frustration. There's going to be hurt. There's going to be years of, of pent up, whatever. Trust me. It's going to be years of it, um, but there's going to be truth in that experience, and you have mm -hmm. to, you have to listen now more Thank than you. ever because it's going to yeah. get worse. Things are going to get worse, and Thank we have to be reminder. there for each other. Yeah, um, it's so yeah. easy to get wrapped up in in everything that we are experiencing, <laughs> and <laughs> online there's this veneer like it, it's we're connected but we're anonymous, we're separate. Yeah. We we are not actually sharing each other's pain that easily. You know, you have to just stop and take a step back and not knee-jerk react to things, which is something that I especially need to do. I mean, we all need to. I don't say that in, like, a preachy so, way. I mean it as a reminder to myself. No, as, as Eva stated, things are going to get worse, and follow us on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Eva, <laughs> what's your Twitter handle? Oh, God. get on Twitter um, to guarantee that things get yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, well, if you're gonna, if you're, if for whatever ungodly reason you're gonna go on Twitter, um, you can mm -hmm. you can find me at uh, Po River Jam Band P O River Jam Band on on the Twitter website, um, if you want to, and and again, just you know, listen listen to what people have to say, and you know, be there for each other. And you, the people who are who are less powerful than you are going to be there for you. People who are more powerful than you should be there for you. It's not about social capital. It's not about political capital. It's just about it's about we got to be there for each other because it's it's going to get rough out there. And all we're going to have is each other. So do that. Just try to try to be less. Try to be less of what we've been, I guess. So do that. <laughs> yeah, Can we all just take it down a notch? Yeah. yeah. Just just be cool for like 10 and see how that feels. <laughs> well, yeah. you can see how we feel on Twitter. I don't know why I keep bringing this back to plugging our you Twitter. Just but love, you just want I, all of us to be swimming around website. in that slop of a Twitter yeah. pig pen. You can find none of us on Twitter. Fucking go no, outside, but also stay away validation. from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just open a window. Go fishing. Outside. Yeah. You we're, can we're follow at us worst on year Twitter pod. and Instagram at Worst Year Pod. You can follow Katie Thank at you, Katie Stoll. You can follow Robert at I Write Okay. You can follow Cody at Dr. Mr. Cody. And you should go wash your hands. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody. 
and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 